A new episode of Real Ranked is going live right now. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Real Ranked. Today we will be ranking all of Paul Thomas Anderson's movies on a tier list with the release of Licorice Pizza. So, um, I'm just gonna bring in who we have today with Andrew Just. Hey, how we doing? I'm Quiz Kid Don Andrew Just, and we got Stephen Bush. Here. Hey, yo. What's good, everybody? Uh, sorry, I don't have a Magnolia reference for you all, but... Oh, I also uh... do not have a <laughs> PTA reference in my name, but uh, you know we're all excited to talk about some Paul Thomas Anderson films. Uh, unfortunately, Sean and Kenny were not able to uh, participate in today's ranking, but... Uh, yeah. We miss him dearly. Mm-hmm. Kenny should be yeah. here. I'll say it. And we got Cameron in the light chat. Hey, Cameron. GTA, let's go. True. (laughs) Totally true, my friend. That's that is (laughs) that's well put. King God, PTA. (laughs) True. I'm going to pull up the tier list right now. Beautiful. So, this is nine movies in a tier list. Yes. It's interesting. And uh, for all of you audio listeners, there we do not have anything below B tier. So uh, B tier is our lowest ranking because PTA. Then we have S plus. That good, and we have an S plus tier. So as agreed upon by the committee. (laughs) Yeah. S plus. Sick. Um, Yeah, I love I love PTA. What What's your guys's like history with them? Like, how long have you been Have you been watching your stuff for a while? Because I know for me. I had seen a few, but I recently just went through them all, like, in the past six months. Um, yeah, I watched uh, There Will Be Blood in high school. I was, I think it was on the way to, uh, I watched it on my fucking telephone for the first <laughs> time. Uh, it was, we were just going on a, a family vacation, like, right after, I think, my, was it that one? Or was it maybe like sophomore junior year of high school? Because I don't want to. I think it would have been maybe right after my junior year of high school. So yeah, for like four, four years ago, watched three and a half, little more than that. Watched there will be blood. I was like, you know, I had seen a decent number, not that many movies though, and I was like, damn, that movie was awesome. That's like yeah. one of the best movies ever. And then. I didn't watch another one of his movies until, um, till like college, I think, to be honest. Um, and then I just watched a few of them like last year, and then I decided I'd finish his filmography. So I like had to watch like two or three more. Uh, I just watched Inherent Vice for the first time 
two weeks ago or something. So, right. or like last week, it was like last week actually. But yeah, that's that's the PTA rundown for me. So oh, I've yeah. always liked him though. So yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, my I, my first PTA movie was Punch Drunk Love in 2019, in February, and then throughout 2019 I just like went through his filmography. So, uh, it wasn't like immediately after, but I did end up going through everything except for Heart Eight, and then I finally watched Heart Eight uh, 2020 and completed everything. And then now I've just been rewatching his stuff and just I I've enjoyed everything better. Like the second time on rewatches, like everything just gets better for me, and I just really like him as a director and his style yeah i for me also punch drunk love it was high school or early college for me i just heard that it was a good movie from like cinefix or something so i checked it out and uh i really really liked it but i didn't watch much else i think i saw the master as well um after seeing the interview scene in like a video essay i was like that was sick um but i didn't watch most of these others until this past year um even though it, it was like high on my list, like especially Boogie Nights yeah. and Phantom Thread, like some of those ones you hear a lot more about. Um, but for some reason, Magnolia is the one. I just like threw it on when I saw it on Netflix one day and I fell in love with that. So um, yeah, it was like, I, I started a while ago, but uh, only really got to all of his stuff in the past six months or so. Yeah, no, I was just thinking, I don't think I watched another, I watched The Master like two years ago. And then I finished like all the other movies last year. And yeah. Watched yeah. Inherent Vice a week and a half ago. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's um, I'm just going to pull up some comments we have in the live chat. Uh, Albert is asking, why is there an S plus tier? Because why not? Yeah, because you get, it, it's a different kind of scale here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And PTA has films are just that good so Agreed. i think yeah, he's exactly. deserving of an s plus tier mm-hmm. he also albert also says i can tell this panel is going to be skewed positively <laughs> i feel All like right, almost but anybody we get in the club would be somewhat skewed positively the thing unless outside of like a few like I mean, select few yeah. i think everyone can acknowledge pta is one of the great american filmmakers of his generation and uh, possibly the last even like 50-ish years. Yeah, I think um, especially in regards to just like the dude is not a commercial success. <laughs> and people people just keep funding his projects. Like it's yeah. I was looking through his Wikipedia a while ago, and it's like every movie he makes was like with a new production company because <laughs> he just has to like move around to get yeah. his movies picked up, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, like he just truly it seems like he's making them because he loves filmmaking, and you can see that in his films. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I think it's uh, less likely that someone who hates PTA would want to talk about PTA movies. So. It's true. Aiden, it's Aiden is not they've seen all. Also, it's less likely that they've seen all of his movies. You know? yeah. So, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. I'm ready when you guys are into it. Yeah, let's. Uh, get into the ranking then we'll start off by talking about hard eight um and i can i can start with this one um yeah i, I it's hard eight is just like a really it's a great debut you know it's a it's a debut film but i think it, the story is still really interesting 
I, I think uh, like filled with interesting characters. Philip Baker Hall is fantastic. Yeah. And uh, it, it's like you can kind of see the beginning of his uh, style. And, uh, really cool. Yeah, I, I, I think Heart Eight is a great debut movie. Um, and I personally, like, if you look at my favorite directors and then my favorite films of theirs, it's always within their first couple. Usually, like, I, I like the low-budget style when you can see, like, the bare-bones approach. Um, I do think in comparison to what he went on to make, uh, it ranks slower for me. Um, but I think it's a great, great one. And, and also cool to see John C. Riley like, um, getting yeah. started with him early in the career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys hit the nail on the hook. I mean, there's not much to add, I think. Uh, it does. I like the first, like, hours, honestly, is, like, just up there with, you know, pretty much his usual work. I think it just, it's a bit of a generic ending for a yeah. PTA mm-hmm. film. Kind of doesn't go anywhere significant. But, you know, for what it is, I think it's pretty great. Um, it is interesting, though, is... It was the film where he realized he wanted full creative control for everything because I think they said he that the studio was either either going to intervene with like the, uh, the script or like something and or they were going to change the title. So he wanted it to be called Sydney, and so they mm. wanted it to be Hard Eight. So it was like, I guess it kind of made him like, all right, I just have to be a complete control of everything, or I'm not going to get my way. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, like, I do think Heart Eight might be a better name. But. <laughs> yeah, I I think Heart Eight is not a bad title though. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I would I would put it B tier, respectfully. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I would we'll as well. B. Okay, we can all agree on that. Yeah. Sweet, easy. Uh, Cameron says he still needs to watch Heart Eight, but it's probably better than Maggie Gyllenhaal's debut. Probably. Yeah. No offense to Maggie uh, Gyllenhaal, yeah. but I mean, she's Didn't probably she not as good of a character as PTA. Yeah. yeah. I thought The Lost Daughter was supposed to be pretty good. I don't know. I guess Cameron thought it was <laughs> Cameron has a grudge. Yeah. <laughs> he thought it was just me. Although, what, didn't Paul Schrader like that movie? He said it was a... Uh, yeah. He, he said that he was okay with her beating him in writing. Yeah, he was like, I didn't want to watch this because she beat me, but it was pretty good. <laughs> like, essentially. Paul, Paul Schrader is funny, dude. Yeah. I love Paul Schrader. We need to do a uh, real ranked Paul Schrader sometime. Uh, but first, I have to watch more of his movies. So. Yeah, I haven't seen <laughs> I've only seen first performed. I've only I... seen what two of his directed movies, I think. Mishima and first. Yeah, would you performed. count writing for that? Who's to say? Then it would just be Scorsese. Uh, yeah. yeah, then you could you could do a <laughs> Scorsese collabs and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. Who knows? But all, all right. right, let's move on to his next movie, Boogie Nights. Uh, Andrew, let's start with you. Oh, dude, Boogie Nights is like. When I was watching it, I was like, this might top Magnolia for me. Ultimately, it didn't quite, uh, but I loved it. And I'd seen so much. Like, it's it's used in some of the film classes I've taken, um, especially the scene with, um, oh, shit. What's William H. Macy's character's name in this? Bill. It's Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Lil Bill, is that it? Lil Bill. Yeah, Lil Bill. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
the scene, his his big scene, I'll say, um, like with the one take and and yes. <laughs> the opening. That that all. scene's amazing. <laughs> yeah, um, it's just like it's so incredibly constructed for his second film ever, and like the mm-hmm. names he got in it, and uh, it's the start of what I think he does so well, which is having like an insane cast that he uses properly. When I see yeah. an ensemble film. I often think that probably won't be a great movie. They're going to rely on the names and it's not, and they just hired like just to, um, you know, be able to sell it. Uh, whereas with his movies, I think his insane ensembles, he puts them into perfect use. And this was his first step towards my belief that his magnum opus Magnolia uh, with those collection of characters. Um, uh, yeah. Just, just really incredible. And, getting to see Mark Wahlberg's like, or uh, like just the rise and fall. I love that sort of story. And it's really cool to see, especially once everything starts breaking down. I think that's when the movie oh. is just like, Oh my God. It's so good. Yeah. 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 The, uh, was the, um, also the Alfred Molina scene is like that, amazing. Yeah. That, Very that's, well so yeah, that, that's that's just. I love any movie where Alfred Molina just has a great bit part. Like those, it's always great to see him. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's great. Um, yeah, the one thing about this movie uh, is that I think he's not honed in completely on his own unique style in this. It yeah. still feels like he's a little bit kind of reaching for influences. It's not like necessarily a bad thing. But like, yeah, watching it, I'm kind of like he's sort of just imitating like maybe like Scorsese, even like Tarantino a little bit. But Tarantino, you know, he's imitating people too. But like, it's a different kind of thing. Um, but like yeah. he kind of just has that style that in this one especially, I feel like he's just trying to emulate a little more than his other stuff, where he's like a lot more focused in on his own movie. If that yeah. even makes sense. I've often heard people say that a lot of PTA was like each of his films is inspired by some different director that he really likes. Um, I don't know Mm -hmm. if I can pin that to everything, but I think Boogie Nights is the most clear. I've definitely seen comparisons to the opening scene of Boogie Nights and like the Copacabana scene or something like that. Yeah, it it does feel like a Scorsese gangster in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At least stylistically. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I get what you're saying with that for sure. Which I'm not complaining. I love uh, Goodfellas and Casino, so mm-hmm. you know yeah. that's cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, just the filmmaking is stunning. Like just how everything, like all the tracking shots, and you, you know. Yeah. But also, I think just you talked about how great the ensemble is. I think every actor just does perfectly, and how it everything comes together, and every like person like connects with each other and the whole story is just uh, extremely well done uh i really like how it deals with like the stigmatization of porn as well which is like really you know interesting for uh, a movie and just like the effects of like fame and stuff like that which uh, and then the downfall as well and yeah. uh, the soundtrack is amazing too i think oh uh, dude <laughs> Every every PTA movie. movie has an amazing <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah insane. I boogie or uh, Licorice Pizza soundtrack just been playing on my Spotify mm-hmm. since I saw it. Dude, that yeah, we'll get to that. We when, can get like, to that. The credits, <laughs> yeah. holy shit! I just remember seeing those credits and being like, "What? How much money was all that?" 
yeah. 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 I mean, so I personally, I think I'd put, well, Matthew, did you have anything else to say about Boogie Nights? Uh, I, I, it's two hours and 35 minutes and it just goes by really quickly. Oh, like it doesn't feel by. like it's that long, but yeah. I've seen it three times now and just, I, I feel like it goes by. Yeah. So I, I would put it, it's, it's one of my two S plus picks. So I would put I, it. I, I, <laughs> That's I, I, I might put it on just the S. That's fair. But mm -hmm. uh, and like since we added the plus, it's like I could have maybe seen it on eight, but we've got that plus there, so S is fine. Uh, mm -hmm. At least from my I can I could get S. I, I think there's a weird thing for me where I think there will be blood is just so perfect that I I didn't relate to it as much, but I think it's such a perfect film that I want to rank it higher than I might. Mm -hmm. that's fair uh, no, so no i'm trying to decide like where i land <laughs> so I'm but, going well, let's, we can put on s plus or s for now because yeah, i would have it as it goes on so i think okay. uh we'll, we'll put it in s plus because two of us have it there and yeah, then um, we can rearrange it uh later yeah 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 so we're not so, stacked too high <laughs> it's okay i don't have and i will say it's not half the list is going to be mm -hmm. S plus the rule. So, we'll <laughs> That's good. Uh, cool. Um, all right. Well, let's move on to Magnolia then. Uh, Steven. Uh, I, I have to start. I feel like I'm not as big a fan as Andrew. So I kind of feel like, but um, I like, you know, it's, it's great. Um, I'm trying to think. I guess... There's not – it's a lot. There's a lot in this movie, and I'm not sure if I think it all works well perfectly. It works very well in a lot of scenes. It's it's the same thing. Like, individually, each scene, I think, is pretty amazing. Kind of like Boogie Nights, but um, it's a little long. Oh, and – I don't, I mean, some of my favorite movies over three hours long or plus that. So I don't know. I, I still like it though. I don't, I don't have a ton to say, you know, for whatever reason. Um, it just has never been one that like stuck with me, even though I still liked it a lot. So, yeah. I, it's one I just don't have a ton to say. Cass is great. I think William H. Macy again is one of the best parts of the movie. Mm -hmm. uh, I yeah. think the ending is cool. The <laughs> the unexpectedness of it, <laughs> um, and I I like John C. Riley. I think it's pretty great. Uh, I think Julianne Moore's stuff is kind of maybe the stuff that I don't like as much. Uh, it's a but I I get it to an extent. Um, and even yeah. Tom Cruise is pretty great too, you know. Uh, funny, it's his stuff is pretty funny too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> especially his first few scenes. Who? That's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> it, it becomes so tragic, and then you're like, oh, uh, so yeah. yeah. My my favorite Tom Cruise performance. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. Maybe I'd have to think about it. No, well, maybe I eyes wide shut. It's pretty I awesome, like but I, I don't know if that's his performance that makes the movie great, though. It's a mm -hmm. good performance, but yeah, maybe this one is a good. I think it uh, depends on what you're going with one. Tom Cruise for. 
Exactly. I yeah. I think this this is up there with his best for sure, mm-hmm. performance wise. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. No, I I I also just I the first time I watched it, I didn't quite like get it quite yet, and so I like I I liked it a lot, but I didn't love it. But then when I rewatched it, like something just happened. I was just like, wow. Okay, this is actually a perfect. Like I think everything just comes together so extremely well. And like ensemble is just also fantastic. And um, I uh, just feel like uh, there's still a lot that I don't understand yet. But you know, it's just something I will definitely come back to a lot and just you know, kind of get everything and uh just i i, I don't know it's just very gripping and i i, I it's great but i i know i andrew i'm you know you probably have more to say <laughs> yeah i i have thoughts for sure my favorite very openly my favorite pta one of my favorites of all time probably um i think the way that he like like every character has something so compelling and i think every character could lead their own story like literally like have their own movie and and that some people like if i just heard that description i would think well it seems like overpacked but i think it's really masterfully executed like um i think julian moore's is interesting but like dude like that arc where it's like this person who married somebody for money and then actually falls in love and doesn't want to abuse that and then like philip seymour hoffman's character with the same relate like he he just cares so much about helping the patient that he's caring for. Um, John C. Riley's like cop character, and uh, he he's like this. I mean, John C. Riley's my man, and I think that character works so well. Like the love that that comes with him, and and um, uh, oh, I forget her name, um, but you know th- that whole that whole thing and 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 like these strange things happen all the time like that whole just general conceit like the opening is so ridiculous and perfect and oh um, that opening so yeah <laughs> it's insane it's insane i remember watching it yeah yeah Patton oswald is a scuba Patton diver oswald. <laughs> yeah yeah oh my gosh the movie is so um, dense yeah yeah it's dense as hell and i think it totally works um obviously the ending is just like so insane and like i don't know how it could possibly work <laughs> like if i'm reading that in a script i'm like what the hell is this and then i still just love it so much and seeing like these intricate character details with every single person uh the tom cruise interview scene where he's like like just like insane and pumping himself up to this woman <laughs> and like so defensive uh at versus like when you get to see him at his father's bedside at the end just oh god it's so human i love it it's so human in this mess of like fantasy like ridiculous strange things happen all the time story uh and you get to relate and understand each one of these characters i love it yeah mm-hmm. you know i think you guys talking about a bit more okay i think i know why i'm a little less on it right now is um it might just be a little over sentimental for me at times. Uh, and I think that might have been what turned me off just a bit from me putting up there with the great PTA films. But yeah. Uh-huh. No, I, I'm, I'm not going to bag on this movie because I don't want to. I'm not here to tell you PTA is a bad filmmaker. Magnolia's a bad movie because it's not. Uh, so, yeah. Also, Jason Robards, cool. 
and it's crazy that he that guy was literally on his deathbed in like real life because then he just died oh. like right after that movie came out. Wow, it's like um, crazy. And then Tom Cruise says, "I'm gonna roundhouse kick those dogs." Like, <laughs> great, great stuff. <laughs> so funny, man. <laughs> oh God, yeah. I mean, uh, it's clearly a nice plus for me. I would, I, uh, would put an S. Good. I would put an S. All right. Uh, I might put, like, honestly, maybe a, like a B or an A. I don't know. B. I would. We can put on S for now just because Andrew's got that high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Score. So, yeah, S I think is fair. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Cameron in the live chat saying uh, Magnolia's A tier. And that uh, we make him want to rewatch it now. Okay. But, uh, I think Albert says it's a <laughs> All right, Albert. Sorry, no. Maybe you should have joined Albert if you're so. Yeah, watch like, all of his movies. Positivity idiot. skew. <laughs> yeah, cue the panel. <laughs> I mean, three, you two, one. I'll yell at you in private later, Albert, if you really want. <laughs> um. I, I completely forgot to bring up Don Cheadle and Boogie Nights as like and I think oh, his dude. performance and like the donut shop scene is just Yes. Well when he's selling the uh yeah, he's selling the stuff too. The, yeah, the radio yeah. stuff, the radio. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the stereo. The stereo, yeah. 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 I I love the period settings of all of his films. That's just <clears> he yeah. nails that every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just he makes San Fernando Valley and just like LA looks like amazing yeah i guess punch drunk love is like his most modern film right i think uh, probably yeah just in terms yeah. of setting oh that's crazy is magnolia um set during that time i think i think they're both i think magnolia might be more of the 90s because that's like the quiz show era before uh-huh, it was uh-huh. like um yeah like heavily yeah. regulated and stuff like that. I think it might have been a bit older. I forget when it takes place, but I mean, my yeah, they... love is like I think supposed to be just modern times. Just from what it the early. year it came out, like and it came out after Magnolia. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, you know, let's so. uh, that leads us into the next movie, Punch Drunk Love. Uh, and well, I I'll, I'll start. I just rewatched this movie uh, before I went to sleep, and. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so yeah i mean this was the first pta movie i had seen so it's it's been uh mm-hmm. three years and i was just like well you know time to go back and give it a rewatch and i something happened I, you know again with Mag- like magnolia i feel like with rewatching the movie i think i just found a deeper love for it and i think uh just with like the filmmaking and the use of colors with like the blue and reds and uh there's also just a lot of symbolism too with uh you know there's a lot that happens in the movie even though it's only 96 minutes and like adam sandler is perfect in a role um i think uh and then, oh my god yeah he, yeah yeah he plays this character like just so well with like he has a lot of eccentricities or like like you know like he's on the spectrum as well i think like, which is he, he kind of captures that really well mm-hmm. and his uh, relationship with um emily watson's character lena i think yeah. is just super charming and kind of like grounds grounds him a little bit and uh i wanted also just philip seymour hoffman's role he has a smaller role but he's just steals every scene he's in and just like 
shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, that, that's amazing. I, Dude, he's yeah. so good. <laughs> yeah, that guy's great. He's great in everything. So that's great. Yeah. yeah. I uh, keep trying to talk about licorice pizza. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, John Bre- John Bryan's score. I I love the dude. The score is nice in this one. Yeah, yeah. But then it also is just like super anxious too. There's like I completely forgot like how much anxiety I got from like a lot of this movie. Yeah, like, it kind of is juxtaposed by his relationship with Lena and uh, yeah. I this is now even one of my favorites now mm-hmm. yeah watch. absolutely uh i guess that's me then uh yeah my first as well so i have definitely maybe some nostalgia for it um it it's dude uh like the mileage thing is such a funny like driving point of the film and his relationship <laughs> with his sisters i think shines so well um and like i i used to have some maybe anger management problems back in the day um I, so I get it. Uh, I almost quoted this movie in my best man speech for my <laughs> for my buddy in October because uh, I had just rewatched it and they're like, I have so much strength in me and like uh, I have a love and it makes me stronger than anything you can possibly imagine. Like it's like these like it's it's hey Stephen maybe it's that sentimentality that you don't love. But no, I I, I, I like I'm it. smiling. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and when he goes sicko mode on like the collectors with the tire iron, like that seems like yeah. you don't expect something like that to be in this movie. But just seeing how impassioned Adam Sandler uh, as this character is, very mm-hmm. Eaton gets. Oh, I, I think it's really fun. Also, one of maybe PTA's best jokes, which is when Adam Sandler takes the plunger and he's like, "It won't break," and then he <laughs> smashes it, <laughs> and shatters on the table, and he's like, "That one was broken." <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's an old model <laughs> yeah that's an old model that's it <laughs> it's so good man yeah oh yeah <laughs> you can go ahead see okay yeah no uh, no i love this movie too um i like it a lot because i think it's his most relatable film uh i think out of all his movies it's the one i i feel a connection to the most uh it's like, you know, I think it's very human to feel kind of drowned out and like <clears throat> a little alone in the world or not. Um, and I think he yeah. captures that feeling very well, even though like I might not be on the spectrum. Like I, I think a lot of those same feelings, you know, I have. And I also come from a big family and, you know, sometimes with a lot of sisters. So it's like I, yeah. I sort of did that. Um and I think his his feeling of like you know uh, not uh, what's the or like just emptiness. He has a lot of emptiness in him, and I think everyone uh, I feel that sometimes. You know, everybody does, and it's it's great. Uh, I think the sound design too is like pretty great in this movie. The and it really mm-hmm. captures again like that emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like you were saying, you know, sentimentality. I. It didn't feel as much that way to me, and I think it's because it's mostly so focused on that one character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you can yeah. kind of it does. None of the emotions feel uh, cheap ever, even though it might be a little much. And yeah, you know, we we do get you know, his perspective, so it's yeah. pretty great. The romance is super sweet, uh, and it's uh, also very genuine too. I think. 
So mm-hmm. you know, I think that's why this movie means a lot to me. It's just a very genuine movie. There's not yeah. a whole lot yeah. of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. So I guess that's all I'll say. So yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think, uh, I love when he's just like dancing in the mall, like buying the pudding, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah he's so moment. determined to, you know, break out of the mundane life. Decent, mm-hmm. so yeah. Oh god, it's a good movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. The scene with him and Philip Seymour Hoffman in the mattress show- store. Where no, that's such a good scene. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's so good. So well. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then. Yeah, and this is like one of this is when he's like doing something with a smaller cast, you know, with just yeah, it's not mm-hmm. not, like, not an ensemble, and it's like really interesting just seeing him go from Magnolia to Punch Drunk Love. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. just a totally different direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd go S personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'd, gonna go S as well. I I do the S plus, so I think, but that's just me. So. Yeah, S plus for me, but I guess we can put it S above Magnolia, maybe. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll settle for now. Okay. I, I came in here knowing maybe everybody. I, I, my affinity for Magnolia is uh, not matched by most people. So, okay. <laughs> hey, I got Iron Man three up to like A or B tier. In that movie, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, all right, before we move on, just want to bring up some live comments. Cameron says, better Sandman performance, this or Uncut Gems? Uh, I, I would say this. I, I think he's better in Punch Drunk Love, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I agree, but I also think I just like Punch Drunk Love more, and I don't know if that affects... I, I mean, Un- Uncut Gems is great, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually... They're actually pretty similar, too. They both have yeah. that sort of, like, anxious feeling. Anxious and, feeling that you... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A character who's just, <laughs> like... <laughs> so down except in punch <laughs> yeah. drunk love it's more an emotional mm-hmm. down big although oh, he does yeah. get fucked too uh so yeah they're both down the phone sex company yeah Un- uncut mm-hmm. gems is a bit more extreme yeah. and it's more and it's more coming from the perspective of he's an asshole idiot yeah. whereas mm-hmm. this, this one is like it's the world is loneliness is kind of yeah. what led him there yeah mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. he's able to get out of it through the power of love. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Albert says his best performance is Grown Ups. Okay. <laughs> Yo, I might have to say uh, Hubie on Halloween. Um, Hubie Halloween, yeah. I have never seen it, but I hear <laughs> it's pretty amazing. <laughs> uh, Colin and Lightjet saying Hard 8 is S tier. You won't send for this. Damn. Okay. I'm sorry, man. B ain't bad though. B's just relative to PTA. Yeah. Uh, let's All move right. on. It's time. <laughs> big bad boy of me. There will be blood. <laughs> you had what, like a five year gap here or something? Uh, 2007, 2002. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Whoa. Took his time on this one. Yeah, because it's an American classic. Am I starting this one? Uh, yeah, Andrew. Sure. Yeah. It, uh, this one I had extremely high expectations when I was going into it, and I was watching it when I was prepping to use PTA against Albert. Um, and 
uh, yeah, it lived up to it completely, which, you know, that's, I've been finding that a lot of the, the best movies that I haven't watched. So like Goodfellas, I just watched over break, um, stuff like that. Like I obviously have these like monumentally high standards for it uh, or expectations. And then I go in and the best ones, uh, either live up to or outdo those expectations. And I definitely think that applies here. Um, even though it's not like one that I connect to as much, I think it's just like so brilliantly crafted. Um, mm-hmm. Just like, oh my, the relationship, I think, um, especially between father and son. And um, I, I think the whole film is, is kind of about trying to just get a read on Daniel Plainview, um, like trying to actually understand him in these moments um, and what, where his thoughts really are. Like um, whether it's like in the scene where he's swimming or, um, in the church when he, you know, screaming about abandoning his son. Um, like it, it's, it's as much about trying to figure out whether he's driven by like this, like um, capitalistic de- desire to just be like this rich man or like whether how much, how much he truly feels for his son, especially when he's an adult. Um, it, it's a really interesting character study that um, definitely, I mean, I haven't seen a ton of, um, Oh my god, dude! I'm blanking on names today. Daniel uh, Day Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, uh, I haven't seen a ton of Daniel Day Lewis's work, but oh my god, he blew me away here. Um, and he's not in too many movies, so no, yeah, he's very selective. He's very, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, just an incredible movie. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to echo that sentiment. I mean, here's here's the thing. It's it's already iconic i feel like like i already feel like people talk about this movie like it's like a classic like 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 the godfather like genuinely i i feel like that conversation yeah. is happening already and it, it's only been 15 years yeah. since this movie came out um and like it's crazy in a year where no country for old men won best picture i still think this movie should have won best picture because that's how good it is and yeah Mm-hmm. like yeah. any other year no country for old men wins best picture i'm like wow you know they got it right like, yeah. they got it right for sure <laughs> it's like <laughs> you know um yeah also uh again great supporting cast um yeah i think you know it, it's cool because i think you can appreciate this movie on a surface level and just be like yeah all the technical qualities are great you know it's very awe-inspiring. Like, there's just some of those shots. Like, the one that sticks out to me is when um, it's, like, I, there's, like, the pipe. And then, like, uh, when H.W. comes home, I think, and oh, Daniel Plainview goes to him and, like, he's in the corner. Like, that to me is just, like, what? Whoa. I don't know what, like, you can just appreciate it on that surface level. Like, there are just so many shots like that and then the oil scene like that whole stuff is just unreal unreal yeah. but um mm-hmm. i also think you know it has those layers so like you have that service level stuff and then you know you can dig deeper if you want to like he will with his oil i guess and the, um it's like i uh i think you know that juxtaposition between like the capitalistic greed the money just the greed in general and like the desire to, uh, you know, uh, focus on money compared with religion, 
is like those two things are the driving forces in America, I think, for a lot of people. And you see those go head to head with Paul Dano and Daniel Day Lewis, and it's just it's very intense and it's fun too. Like yeah. somehow, in spite of it, you know, you could watch him be oh, it's a little pretentious. The uh, the it's a little cold maybe, but I think it's you know that those budding heads is what makes it still fun and like entertaining to watch on top of all that stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 And it's a silent movie at the beginning. I love movies that are just silent at the beginning. Yeah. Oh I yeah. That really mm-hmm. makes a statement and settles you in. So yeah. Not having to like impress you with flashy dialogue or anything is yeah a huge mm-hmm. merit. I think. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, Demi. Yeah. I think this movie is perfect, but like, I just have a harder time connecting to the you know the story and the characters, but I I can see like how like you know Dana Day Lewis is phenomenal and he just like completely he has such a commanding presence in the movie, and then you know Paul Dano and like all the you know supporting characters as well they just do an extremely you know amazing job. But just uh, connecting to the characters I have a harder time with, which uh, is why I don't love it as much as most people, but I can see like. I can I can see why it's so so highly beloved. Yeah, of all the craft and uh, you know cinematography is beautiful. So so many stunning shots. Yeah. I think Cameron has an interesting point. Um, the emotional distance is on purpose, but it makes it more difficult to connect to. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, I don't know. I, I, you don't need to have an emotional attachment mm-hmm. to a film necessarily. It just it just like improves it for some people. <laughs> Um, yeah yeah i think for me generally for movies that's what i connect to a little bit more yeah that's why uh, i'm such a sucker for like this year like coda or um (laughs) or any any of my favorite movies i I have that sort of thing with so yeah for sure i i guess i might be a little (laughs) less than you guys but i i also i think it's fair to say everybody connects likes movies more when they connect to yeah yeah, yeah. No, I, I think what I think I was trying to say with that is like, um, it makes me I, I appreciate everything about this film so much. I just don't like rate it quite as high because I don't have that attachment where I yeah. do with like yeah. Magnolia. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I I still think it has emotions. I think that final oh scene yeah where H W oh. is grown up. Oh my god! Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. I think that's just as emotional, you know, as any of this other stuff. Um, it's, def- it's devastating. That scene. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, in it, I mean, that final scene is the whole movie. That I feel yeah. that's even emotional. As funny and wild as it is, you know, there's oh yeah, still yeah. got a lot of emotion charge. You kind of feel bad and What's, but also like, feel kind of so like he's getting what he deserves too. It's funny. Oh, yeah. Uh, so. He's driven, I think, by his loss of HW in that scene. Like, and I think that's where it shines yeah. that he truly cared about his son, as well as in the pipeline yeah. scene that you were talking about earlier. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, it's it's good stuff, man. Well, you know, another th- the actor who played HW apparently, like, he was offered roles after the movie, and he just would turn them down because he was like, I, he's like offered Diary of a Wimpy Kid, and he's like. It's like, you know, like, I just can't Wait, be in a movie ever really? again that will ever top that. So, like, he just, he's been offered roles, but he just turns them down because he's like, 
it's just a dumb commercial movie. Like, I was in There Will Be Blood. Like, I want to be in only in movies like that or whatever. <laughs> it's like when you've been in that high of a standard, it's hard to, it's hard to, you know. Did you say the author of Diary new. of a Wimpy Kid? No, where like he was offered the role in Diary of a Wimpy Kid. The oh, kid HW. okay. Yeah. I was about to say, like, what the hell? A <laughs> <laughs> kid grew up to, right? Are you talking about Kid HW then? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Kid okay. HW. Yeah, he, the actor who played him. So I like that they also, he got a, a deaf adult to play adult HW. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think yeah. that always adds to a role, whether it's in Coda or Baby Driver or something. Like if you're gonna be trained that be portraying that it's it's easy to have a more authentic performance with somebody who's had that experience their whole life. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's S well, for me again. S plus. <laughs> I, I this is an S plus. I'm very comfortable uh, with S plus. So I, I think for me it's my it's my favorite. Okay. Sure. S plus. I, I this is an oh. S plus. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Matthew opened up YouTube. What is it? I was like, <laughs> we were getting I could hear my own voice. I don't uh, like that. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm a, I'm totally okay with S plus. I I get it. I would put in S personally, but if it's there, I I'm not gonna be mad. Nice. I think that's all. That, those are all my highest rankings. I think, dude, this run that Same. he had, this four film run, is insane. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cap it <laughs> off then, with "There Will Be Blood." Dude, <laughs> and then I think these next two are probably the more well. Uh, you like, know, people either master, have it as their though. favorite or lower. It seems like to me. But. The master, um, that's the next one, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. twenty twelve uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah, another five year oh. gap, right? Wow. Wait, I thought it was earlier than twenty twelve. Uh, yeah, maybe. When it's, was it? In her invites like twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So, okay. yeah, I guess I'm first, so I can just. Uh, I just want to bring up the live chat again oh. with uh, Cameron yeah, saying there will be blood is S plus 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 for him. Yeah, uh, Sean hasn't seen Boogie Nights yet, but he think you know, S plus is surprising for him, and also uh, S for Magnolia also. Hey, I'm here, Sean. That's <laughs> <laughs> I made an impassioned play. Matthew, you were with me on that though. Yeah, yeah, no, I am uh, for sure. And Sean is sad that Punch Drunk Love is not an S plus. I know. I wanted it to be S plus. Hey, it's Sorry. it's those are like really bordering the line, I think. Yeah, like, for sure. Those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Albert saying milkshake. So true. Yes, sir. <laughs> that was good. good point. <laughs> Sweet. I think he's referencing uh, before sunrise, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that. Yeah, yeah. Don't go <laughs> that I've seen. <laughs> Ooh, All right. Um, yeah, I haven't seen a single before movie. So. <laughs> Not alone. Um, yeah. Okay. The master, though. Uh, I think this movie's pretty awesome. In fact, I think you could put it into that that run that he had. I yeah. Fifth yeah, yeah. film right here, um, because yeah. It, here's the thing about the master is it's been like maybe two years since I've seen it, so it's not as fresh in my memory but there's still like very strong shots and stuff like that that i remember Mm -hmm. Uh, i like it a lot i i need to watch it again though because it's hard for me to compare with the other movies in this list just because yeah i I, those i've watched more recently even there will be blood i've gone back and watched 
like last year or something. So um, it's kind of hard to compare. But, yeah, I, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix, I think it's his first time collaborating with Paul Thomas Anderson. does a heck of a job here. Uh, that He's a Vietnam veteran, right? I think it's World War II. War? World War II. World War II. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know, because the movie is way older than that. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but and then him going at it with Philip Seymour Hoffman is just whoa, whoa, whoa. That's all you have to say is just whoa. Yeah. Um, that scene where he's recording their conversation, he's asking questions. Yeah. That's wow. the that's the best scene in the movie, and I think it's up there for one of PTA's best scenes. Yeah, I, I think and then there's the scene um where they're like in the house and the family's there or something and like Joaquin is running back and forth. Like that scene <laughs> yeah. is really good too. <laughs> um those two especially. I guess the only the only thing about this movie, I don't remember entirely what it was. I just remember thinking it does kind of go on a bit too long. It runs out of steam just a little bit because the beginning is so like most of it mm-hmm. is so intense and so relentless yeah. that that ending kind of just you come into it because they've been apart for a bit and then they come back together and there's still that animosity but because they're not so connected anymore that it's just not as strong i guess maybe is the only issue i have with it but like eh, who cares it's two of the best performances of the 2010s uh one of the best movies of the 2010s probably Mm-hmm. Probably top 20, 25-ish. I don't know. I still have a lot of movies to watch, but yeah, great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, so I, I haven't seen this since 2019 as well, and I was hoping to rewatch it uh, after Punch Drunk Love, but I ended up – I watched uh, Peacemaker, and, and then I watched Punch Drunk Love. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, – so I don't have a lot to say because uh, Stephen – basically said everything i feel like uh there's not a whole lot of input that i can add and but uh i will agree uh with cameron in the live chat saying it's a uh, philip seymour hoffman's best performance I, I i agree with him as uh, when he said that fair so. assessment yeah um I, okay i have to fess up which is that i wanted to rewatch this but i haven't seen it since like 2016 2017 and i think my my film maturity has increased since then. I was a bit bored in this one. I think he has some really phenomenal stuff, like Steven said. Um, but like, uh, because I haven't been able to rewatch it in a time where I think I would enjoy it a lot more now, um, it it doesn't have such a prominent place in my mind, like higher on the list. Uh, so I definitely need to get back to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, to sing its praise, like the interview scene, I think the performances, everything that you guys have said, I totally agree um i just um i think this steven talking about losing his steam a bit i i felt that a bit more throughout the film than necessarily just towards the end um but yeah a weird ensemble as well because you got like plemons adams uh and malik like yeah yeah like and before malik or plemons uh were quite as big of names as they are now certainly as well Mm -hmm. um playing those more minor roles is really interesting Wait, Malik, um, yeah. who? Rami Malik. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I heard Terrence. Malik, and I yeah. was like Terrence Malik. <laughs> yeah, all I yeah. Right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so for me, I, like I said, it it's I think of it as a, a good film, um, better than a lot. But in comparison to how I, I remember and think of a lot of these other movies, it's not quite as memorable to me. But I'm sure that could change on a rewatch yeah. in a more uh, modern time. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a movie that we all need to rewatch uh, if sure. this shows anything. And yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So for me, I would go A. I think I would go A as well. Same. Yeah. I think I'd put it at A. Beautiful. So. Okay. Great. Um, it's actually going to be insane to me if Boogie Nights ends up as our top. <laughs> dude, <laughs> we'll see. Wow. Uh, uh, we'll see. Uh, we have three more left, so, so I'll start with inherent the vice which i which was another one i didn't get a chance to rewatch, but i i remember liking it and then but also being very confused by the entire thing and i feel like if i give it another rewatch i'll be able to understand everything a lot better hopefully it's just like kind of a very convoluted story but like also just i found really interesting and gripping and uh I think all the the ensemble is really great. I think there's there's a this is another one where it's a huge ensemble, and I think uh, I really like what everyone is doing. Um, I think uh, like one of the scenes that I just remember is when uh, Walking Phoenix he's looking at the photo, and he just starts he just screams like all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, I just found that like to be really memorable just from having seen it two years ago. So, but uh, Andrew, what do you have to say about Inherent Vice? Yeah, I think the the plot and Joaquin's performance um, are like something that I don't I don't think shines quite as well as in comparison to like other either other PTA plots or other Joaquin performances necessarily. Um, but the visuals of this one really stuck with me for a reason that I can't completely explain. Um, like uh, when when I watched when Owen ran that, that one visual thing, I think, I think it was Owen and, and he just had like an establishing shot from the film as the first visual frame uh, in that competition we were playing. And I yeah. got it right away because I, for some reason, I just, everything in this like sticks out to me so much. I think it's shot so well um, that that definitely raises it up for a bit me, even uh, a bit for me, even though I don't, uh, I don't, yeah, I mean, I didn't follow the plot super well. I wasn't maybe in the best state to be watching it. I was just like trying to get it done um, for, I was doing like some challenge or something. Uh, and so I don't know if I gave it its proper due. I, I mean, I'm going to return to all of these. Um, but uh, yeah, it's the biggest part about it for me is the visuals, I guess is what I mean to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, the The scene in particular is... Um... Is it the first time he interacts with Owen Wilson's character? I think is what it is. They're like in that alley, and it's just yeah. dark and like smoke, and that that is amazing. But I think I don't think this is a movie you're supposed to really give a crap about the plot at all. Um, yeah. Oh, totally. Fair. It's a well, and it's not a PTA original screenplay. It's like it's I think it's his only movie where he adapted. So that adds an element to it that makes it a little different. Um, I really like the scene where Joaquin goes to like the uh, the uh, the um, what is it? Is it a brothel or something? I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And he like yeah, that whole sequence is 
pretty funny to me. And then he just passes. Then he gets knocked out. He wakes up. And there's just cops all right there. Lying <laughs> yeah. up. Just laying on He's the like ground. Like, there's the line. Yeah. I, I was really liking this movie for a long time. And then I, you know, I don't mind a convoluted plot. Like it's a noir movie. Like they kind of, uh, I just watched uh, the long goodbye as well. And it's kind of the same thing where like, you don't know what like you're just it's a laid back you're just kind of laid back figuring out the mystery kind of as you go along but it's not like a, oh it's not the important part but like that movie kind of had like a finality to it this one you just you just keep going and you know it never makes sense at all uh i don't know <laughs> but that's okay honestly because i'm all for the vibe of it uh and josh brolin pretty good too uh it's interesting it's interesting to see the turn the movie takes with his character uh where you realize something and you're like oh and then it's like that final interaction between joaquin and uh the dad of who whatever character is like it's pretty cool too um but yeah it's, it's uh, i i think the weird thing is the voiceover narration i think that's wreath with Reese Witherspoon doing it. It's a little. I'm not sure how I feel about it, uh, but yeah, it's good. It's a PTA yeah. film. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> fair enough. Anything else for you, Matthew? Uh, I don't have anything else. Cameron's uh, in the live chat saying, "Inherent Vice." Only time Owen Wilson is in PTA. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I think so. Uh, I think it's the first movie his uh, wife showed up in uh, PTA. Oh. Isn't it Maya Rudolph? Yeah. Maya Rudolph. yeah. I think. Unless she was in the master. master. Yeah, I don't think she was yeah, in the master. I, don't think so. yeah. I like the bit parts she gets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Chris pizza. Yeah, same. But yeah. we'll get to that uh, soon. Uh, I would put in her advice in B. Yeah, that's fine. I would go A, but that's or fine. A, but I'm cool with it. We put it above Heart Eight for sure. Well, not yeah. for sure. Actually, I would, I would for sure put it above Heart Eight. Yeah, yeah, put it above Heart Eight. Mm-hmm. B, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's that. a fair. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Matthew, this is this is your time to shine. Am I starting this off here? It is my time to shine, but uh, I started in here and place off. So. Uh, yeah. I, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, Phantom Thread rules. Um, it's it's not... I, I, I don't know how I felt about this one, because obviously, like, I saw it this year, well, 2021, um, and uh, uh, obviously, like, with all the Oscar stuff and, and that, all that, I've, I've definitely... Um, the first time I watched it, I was like, great movie, really cool. Uh, not so high up on my list. Hearing people talk about it makes me appreciate it more. So, like, I watched a Karsten Rundquist thing. I've heard Matthew talk about it. Um, and, and that has definitely developed my appreciation. And I think uh, it, when I when I went through a bunch of these in a row, um, this is one that I ended up thinking more about. Um, mm-hmm. Just, like, it, it kind of stayed in my mind. Um, you know, I, I like to usually space movies out more so that 
I don't end up watching like four phenomenal films in one day and not being able to process all of them with what they deserve. Um, and so I kind of did that with PTA, I think, when I did my little binge um, back in the summer. But this is the one that I ended up thinking about more. And so it gets a lot, a lot of credit for that for me because that's that's usually uh, a metric I like to use. Is like, is this something that immediately left my mind once the credits finished rolling or was it something that seems to have an impact on um, how I think about things? So, yeah. I don't have a lot of specifics to talk about, I don't think. Besides, you know, incredible performances, incredible chemistry between the two leads. Mm-hmm. Smaller mm-hmm. cast than usual as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you talking about it. Uh, it's like the score just like popped back into my head. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was trying to think. It feels like I watched this movie a lot longer ago than I actually did. I watched it in May. So it's been yeah. like, it hasn't even been a year. But it feels like a while ago, so I don't think that's necessarily a good thing. Um, Interesting. It, it's the only PTA film where I felt, or not the only one, I should say, but it's one of the few where I like felt like kind of like uninterested in parts. Um, I think the maybe it's it's just a it's a lot. It's even for PTA. I feel like it's honestly one of his more subtle movies. So it's kind of hard to, you know, get into it right away. Um, Like, it's really just a feud movie. Like, a lot, like, The Master is, it's just a feud movie, I think, essentially. Um, There will be, I mean, you know. Yeah, I get Most movies, it's, I mean, it's the conflict between two characters or internal conflict between a person. Like, it's literally, that's what storytelling is. But I think this one, it kind of took a while to, like, make me realize, okay, this is what this movie really is. Um, And I only watched it because I'm like Paul Thomas Anderson. But if I ever, I don't know if I would have wanted to watch this on my own if I didn't know Paul Thomas Anderson directed it. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I remember when it came out in theaters, I wanted to see it and never got around to it. But it's it's good. I There's not a whole lot to say about it. Daniel Day-Lewis is good. But I mean, issues. I mean, he's not he's not Daniel Plainview in this, and you know, so, <laughs> um, that's okay though. It's a good movie. It's more of a subtle performance by Day, you know by Day Lewis. Yeah, I I mean, I don't think we want to knock him for there will be blood. I think he's got a lot of subtlety to that one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, yeah. No, it's a good movie. It might yeah. be my least favorite PTA. I'll be oh, honest well. though. So, oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe you'll you know. Maybe I'll change on a rewatch. Yeah, I can. I'll give it a watch again. I'm sure at some point uh-huh. in my life. Yeah. Uh. Well. Yeah. This is my favorite of uh, PTA's filmography. I just there's something about it that just kind of resonates with me, and I think uh you know Paul uh, Phil, uh <laughs> Paul Thomas Anderson just does a phenomenal job with his direction of like uh, this time period and Dana Day Lewis and Vicky Crepes. Like they're both excellent together, and I just think their toxic relationship with each other is like really really interesting and how like they're both like just the two characters and how they uh, are like opposites of each other and like how mm-hmm. um alma you know she like uses poison or like she poisons him yeah it's just, like it's such a really interesting romance that like that's being told and uh just that 
like control where like Reynolds needs everything to be perfect in when he's making his dresses, but then like and then the stumbles upon Alma who they're now I'm like I'm rambling at this point, but uh, no, I, 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 I think I, sorry, the go whole ahead. Dinner scene when like she tells when it's just him and uh, the two of them together when all the people in the house are gone and like she makes him like the asparagus and just like it's I don't know I, I find that to be really memorable and then at the end with the omelet as well and he you know I, I the ending also just really sticks with me he you know he purposely like he knows that she poisoned him but like he willingly eats the omelet which I, yeah I think, which yeah just like really sticks with me and uh, uh, everything is just more, much more subtle here but I really loved it yeah I actually just hearing you talk about it makes me think about some things like it is such an interesting exploration of what like love is and can be um, mm -hmm. like this con like, like, yeah, it is so much more of a conflict and, and um, like it, it, I guess it kind of depends on how you think of love as a person and how you think of what a relationship can and will be. Uh, but man, this is like an unexplored type of situation um, and their interactions are, are so specific and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it doesn't feel written like to, like in this like oh it's like written to work in this way it truly feels real mm -hmm. uh, so i do give it a lot of credit for that all right well I, it seems like you guys we got like an s plus yeah. and a b um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i would go s personally go s. okay I can go uh, S, low S, S, or S? high A, low S, yeah. So that right there is probably fine. Right there, probably? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm going Magnolia above. <laughs> yeah, Just, yeah, for sure. That's, so that's I think we can fine. compromise that. I, uh, you know, in all honesty, I could easily put it above, like, Inherent Vice and Heart 8, depending on mm -hmm. the day. Like, yeah. for me, it's like Phantom Thread, Inherent Vice, and Heart 8 are kind of like... Those are the three that I just don't love as much as the other ones, I think, mm -hmm. if I was being assessing yeah 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 and like the other thing is just like with daniel day lewis's character like you know his, you like hear that his mother's died as well which is like kind of adds something uh, really interesting to just like how he is as a person mm -hmm. yeah yeah that makes sense um i'm gonna bring up some live comments now cameron says phantom thread s tier yeah. <laughs> albert says now we need a d tier for a phantom thread yeah, Albert would put Magnolia and Phantom Thread at G tier. Uh, Cameron says this movie is extreme passive aggression. True. Sweet. Uh, yeah. It's true. <laughs> Albert said we need a D tier. I don't know. Does he hate Phantom Thread too? He doesn't yeah. like Phantom Thread. No, I th I think his least favorite is Magnolia, though. Yeah. Wait, has he That's seen funny. the Master? Our two favorites. Um, I, I don't because I, I was gonna say I feel like Albert. If you didn't like those two, you probably wouldn't like the master. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I guess we're on to the next one. Yes, yeah. sir. All right. Nothing else to say. So uh, <laughs> pizza time. Uh, licorice pizza. <laughs> uh, I'm, can I bring up the? Will we get DMCA if I pull up the clip? <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> sony i don't think is great with that stuff um 
Uh, Steven, you started this year, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I really, 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 really like this movie. I mean, uh, it's got a great, all-around great performances, like every PTA film. The, um, I, I think it's, you know, it really does feel a lot like um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as well, you know, kind of the nostalgic look at a pastime for a modern filmmaker who's one of the few remaining like true American auteurs still working in the studio system. Uh, I Yeah, so it's, and like, it was just kind of a hangout movie, and I I really dug it. The um, I think that, you know, that relationship between uh, Elena Heim and Cooper Hoffman's characters are it's really interesting. Uh, you don't really see, I don't think I've seen a relationship like that in a movie, like ever. Honestly, I don't know. There's not many. I mean, there's probably a few I could think of if I thought about it, but yeah. The, uh, you know, the older girl who's still trying to find herself. And then you have the younger entrepreneurial kid who's just trying to take every chance he can. And, you know, it's sort of like they meet in the middle Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it's, it's sweet uh, and I don't I never <clears throat> you know and you know there's a lot of talk about it being oh it's condoning necrophilia yeah whatever. I, I like I don't think it is I don't even think they're, that's their type of relationship yeah they do it, they probably are attracted to each other but they know it's wrong I think so they're not doing it but even if mm-hmm. it did you know kind of go in that direction like art is immoral i don't know uh i i don't think a movie has to be held to the standards of morality i think yeah. most people as long as a movie you know doesn't condone it you know you can still show those things and even if it condones something i don't i just it doesn't matter you know art is immoral as far as i'm concerned but uh, this i don't think this movie even deserves that conversation which is even more annoying to me yeah yeah and also, uh, I also loved uh, what's his name? Shoot, I'm gonna real quick actor name. Sean uh, Penn. Tom Waits. No, well, yeah, Sean Penn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. It's a uh, John Michael Higgins. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His character is hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. Like, I he's just like such a he's such a racist. It's so funny. I don't. Yeah, know. Like, yeah. I know. That, that was a good I, discourse. I love, I love that scene so much mm-hmm. because I feel like that's a scene that when people talk about like, oh, movies are so PC today, they don't make them like yeah. these. Like, and then I'm like, you know what? In 20 years when people are saying that exact same thing, they're going to be like, yeah, like a licorice pizza. And <laughs> you know, it's that's like the funny. same thing. Like movies like Thank this you. are always getting made. It's just um, a matter of how people yeah. interpret it. So, yeah, and where you but, find the movies. A lot of the people yeah, say that are like not watching everything. Yeah, exactly. And again, art is more like I don't think the movie is saying you should be racist toward Asians. No, exactly. uh, no. So I, I don't know, but it's a funny scene. Um mm-hmm. yeah, and Tom Waits, Sean Penn are both great. Uh Bradley Cooper. Uh, I I you know, you guys have a lot to say too, so I don't wanna keep going <laughs> on and steal all of it. But yeah, I, I really love it. Um so yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and no. it's um, hilarious. I yeah, think I said that already, but it, it's it might be his funniest movie. So, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I, I think I can agree with that. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I think the intimate look at the Gary, uh, Valentine, and Alana just is very well done. And I, I think their chemistry just like is very, uh, it's easy to connect to and just, uh, see the, see it grow as well. And just like the juxtaposition between what Stephen had already said and uh, the atmosphere of the entire movie. I, I just, the movie just draws you in and I just like loved sitting in the theater for the two hours uh, of the movie and just like with the San Fernando Valley, just all these characters that just show up and then leave. It's just like, they're all great. I also, you know, I also really like Skylar Jasando. I think yeah, it's a nice, nice part. It's always cool to see him show up uh, after watching Santa Clarita Diet. So, who's that? What's his character? Who's the uh, brother? He's uh, the actor that Alana dates. The, really yeah, cool. yeah, the, yeah. Okay, God, yeah, no, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, dude, I, I, he's he's young Sean Spencer in Psych, and that's all. Like, he's so good, but but I watched Psych so much in high school and even middle school that like. I'll never not think of him that way, but he's incredible in every role I've seen him in since. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. I was I didn't know he was in this one. He's one of the few people that surprised me when he showed up. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Uh, the other great cameo, John C. Riley, just you hear his voice and he's <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> I got so excited when I heard that in the theater. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, so for me, um the age gap thing I think is is like yeah, as soon as I don't think it's honestly worth talking about that much. I saw somebody be like you can't possibly construe it as romantic. And I was like, yeah, you can. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, you, you can. absolutely can. I just, I don't think it matters that much. Like you said. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and, and yeah, I mean the rotating cast, he, he got these big names and then he was like, all right, you get two scenes <laughs> and all of them absolutely ruled with those two scenes. Um, the, the end also caught me by surprise. I like, wasn't, expecting it to end at that moment especially like the the dinner with safty and the llama yeah yeah um mm -hmm. uh like that was just such a like it's just bringing you into these tiny little stories and being like hey these things are also existing in the world but we're focusing on something else for right now the, you know these interactions are important to these characters that we're following but that's really what it services um mm -hmm. And that's that's so cool to me. I, I I like that a lot. Also to to see Cooper Hoffman, you know, um, yeah, losing Philip Seymour Hoffman, yes. it's like really, um, just like just that being a thing is emotional to me. And um, working with two like basic amateurs uh, yeah. in terms of acting, yeah. obviously like Alan Hames a performer. I'm sure Hoffman had some some, you know, he's done it before, but. Um, mm. Uh, yeah, I was just looking at a lot of Hames IMDb, and it's all like Ham music videos, and then yeah. documentary now, and the unauthorized Bash Brothers experience. <laughs> so like shit that I love. Uh, She's really yeah. She hasn't acted in anything though. So. Yeah, no, yeah, it's the first time. She's amazing in the role. Like, just yeah. captures that kind of character and just the uh, kind of just not knowing what to do with life. Uh, yeah feels very real she's yeah i mean that's 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 the most relatable thing to me is like her like being lost i mean i'm fucking 24 <laughs> i get it yeah. i'm still in college um <laughs> i i like her character a lot um yeah yeah i don't i don't it's hard for me to place this one though because i'm always in a battle against recency bias um mm -hmm, the same. 
but I just I I loved it. Uh, I'm probably gonna watch it again soon. Uh, yeah. Now that's coming to theaters here, and uh, yeah. Oh, I would probably go to that. <laughs> yeah, we we should all go see it again. Yeah, I'd love to. It's Definitely. a pretty awesome movie. Yeah. Um. So I would I would go. I'm like S and A. I, I maybe leaning towards S. I don't know. It's tough for me. Yeah, I think I'd go S. I'm gonna go S as well. I, I'd put it bottom S though. If I, I have it looking at these other right ones. under Punch Drunk. Mm-hmm. I would put it above Magnolia and Phantom Thread. See, I was about to say because Matthew's got the battle of he wants to put it above Magnolia, but he doesn't want to put it above Phantom Thread. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, like, um, yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's bottom S for me, but ah, dude, PJ is so good. I know it's like who right. even cares? You know, whatever. I, I, I'll, yeah, I'll throw it on. Throw it on I wherever you want. I love right it. now. Right now, I would put it at like um, maybe number three for me. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like yeah. I think I'd put it above Boogie Nights because I think it's just a bit more focused and mature, I, just slightly. I'm, but I'm conflicted uh, about our S plus right now. If we're getting into the final nitty gritty of it all, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, uh, I like Boogie Nights more than There Will Be Blood. It just feels weird. This is see, not I, the list I thought it was going to be, man. <laughs> I, uh, I'm well, yeah, up I, Cameron's comment saying Cooper really takes after his dad. His charisma bleeds off the screen. Yeah, and he's super charismatic. It's, yeah, dude, I can't wait okay. until for his career to take off and see him just be a badass. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, everyone, dude, the heck, how's? We're so blessed that we live in a time where we can watch Paul Thomas Anderson films. True, yeah. <laughs> in theaters too. Yeah, dude, that this was, was my that first was great. In theater PTA experience because I didn't see same, in theaters, same, yeah, so. same. Yeah. Because I started with seeing Licorice Club, Pizza, uh, and then dude. Yeah. in 2019. So, uh, dude, dinner. seeing Licorice Pizza in theaters was like awesome. Was and awesome. then yeah. I got to like there were people in the theater and they were like. Uh, they were laughing along with it, having a good time. Yeah, I was like, were... "Yes, cinema is not dead." <laughs> there yeah. were way more people in that theater than I was expecting. Same, because um, I saw same. it, and then I went to see Red Rocket right after, and I was alone in the theater, and I was like, "Well, I yeah, saw Red Rocket, Rocket with one other guy," and I'm that's a, that's worse than seeing it with the crowd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was pretty weird, but oh well. I was, was uh, like I watched it with dude. my family. And I was surprised my brother liked it because, like, he's not very oh, yeah. like he doesn't really like artsy movies and stuff like that. You know, he's yeah. a big blockbuster. Licorice guy. Pizza or Red Rocket? Uh, Licorice Pizza. Licorice yeah. Okay, okay. Let's yeah, say Red I, Rocket is yeah. a weird one to watch with the fam. <laughs> yeah. But hey. yeah, yeah, sweet. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm honestly cool with leaving it here. I think we've all expressed yeah, we how much it. we just like his movies. Yeah, um, it's fine. Like, it's like fine. this is clearly like, I feel like it could change based on the day, but I'm for curious. sure, I. It's really just like there will be blood is like the one where I'm like, it's untouchable for me. Yeah. But that's pretty much all it that is. <laughs> I like that we have the three different favorites here too, though, and in pretty yeah styles as well. Yeah, like none of these mm-hmm. are very close to each other, so that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Here's yeah. to hoping he's able to make at least ten more movies. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That, um, dude, that's exciting. He's he's just entering his prime. Like, think about that. <laughs> that's insane. I mean, I will watch anything he does from now on in, in oh, any theater. For sure. For yeah. sure. As, 
as soon as I can. <laughs> um, have you guys seen any of his shorts? Just not talk about that. Uh, Anima is really, really great. It's just a, it's on Netflix, so you guys should definitely check it out. But it's like with the music of Tom York, uh, and okay. uh, just really beautiful visuals and just kind of mind bending. So. Neat. You guys should watch it. And then I did watch Blossoms and Blood just after I watched Punch Drunk Love. It's you know it's a uh, basically filled with some extra footage from Punch Drunk Love that they didn't put in the movie. So it's just interesting to look at, and uh, there's a great song that's played over it. It looks like uh, Licorice Pizza was another box office flop, but we can somehow well, blame that on COVID. Li- yeah. Also, well, Licorice Pizza hasn't released wide yet. Has it not? It has. I guess I saw it in Keystone Arts. Yeah, you're right. It, well, so it was. It's just been in. It, it's been on it, limited for so long. It's not. But the thing is, it's not like. Um, it's not super limited, but it was like mildly limited. Like on yeah. Christmas Day, I think it expanded, but it didn't go full wide. I don't yeah, know if they're yeah. ever going to do full wide with it, to be honest. But like, it's been doing well at theaters individually, so. Mm-hmm. I yeah. could see it making. They might like wait until it gets Oscar buzz to like really expand it. That, that makes we'll sense. They released Moonlight um, back then. That's how I got to see Moonlight in a theater. Was I missed it on its first run through, but um, but I got to see it after uh, it, it re-released for Oscar season. So yeah, uh, makes sense. Uh, Penny in the live chat saying Anima is great. PTA is just good friends with Radiohead. So, yeah, for sure. Sweet. Well, you guys. Also, one more thing. Let's just acknowledge all these titles are great. Like, yeah, TA is great at coming up with movie titles. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. acknowledge that. <laughs> yeah, I love so. these. Uh, I got, I got nothing else to say. Love this, love this filmmaker. Uh-huh. Love his movies. Uh, all right. Uh, I might so watch gonna... Magnolia after this. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah i don't know maybe i should watch the master yeah maybe that's what i should do yeah maybe i'll watch that um but for all you audio listeners to sum up our collaborative ranking uh at the bottom of b tier is hard eight then inherent vice in a tier we have the master at the bottom of s tier we have phantom thread then we have magnolia then licorice pizza and at the top is punch drunk love and at the bottom of S plus is there will be blood and at the top is boogie nights and so uh do you guys have your own personal rankings you guys would want to say out loud right now oh sure Uh, yeah i mean for me um let's see i have it here i don't okay i'll have to place it i have magnolia at s plus um where's the this tier list doesn't even have the master oh there it is okay um (laughs) Uh, okay, sorry. Magnolia, uh, followed by Boogie Nights and S+. Uh, then There Will Be Blood, Punch Drunk Love. And then Licorice Pizza is either bottom S or top of A. Uh, or, uh, okay, I guess Phantom Thread. You guys like convince, like hearing Matthew talk about it, Phantom Thread's S, I think. Uh, the Master in A, Inherent Vice, bottom A, and then B for Hard Date. I'd go uh, There Will Be Blood, S+. Then Punch Drunk Love, S+. Then um, Licorice Pizza S, Boogie Nights S, The Master, I'd go 
uh, A or S. I don't know. Uh, and then inherent. This is hard. Uh, inherent vice. B. Magnolia B. Heart A B. Phantom Thread B. I don't know. <laughs> you uh, could add a C at that point. It's kind of hard to go with the tier here. I I, I yeah. like the r- ranking, but yeah, yeah. Inherent Vice and Magnolia are actually they're pretty. I guess I'll say Inherent Vice just because I do kind of just dig the weird noir a little more than yeah. the mm-hmm. like sentimental of Magnolia. Maybe just slightly. I don't know. But, eh, whatever. Uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to do the tier though. Yeah, so, yeah. I, especially with I'm, the addition uh, of the S plus instead of yeah, yeah. A B C. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So my number one is Phantom Thread. Uh, number two is Boogie Nights. Three is Licorice Pizza. Four is Punch Drunk Love. Five is Magnolia. Six is There Will Be Blood. Seven is The Master. Eight is Hard Eight, and nine is Inherent Vice. The uh, lowest rating I have for any of them is a four stars. So, <laughs> yeah, I I don't know where I I don't rank everything or I don't rate everything. So, but yeah. Um, and then I have let's see. There's some live comments. Albert was asked earlier, should I watch Licorice Pizza? Yeah. No, yeah. absolutely not. Are you kidding me? It's a horrible film. It's not like it's the best movie of the decade so far. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then Wrath of Man came out last year. <laughs> true, true. Oh, yeah, right. Dude, no, Godzilla. Monkey V. Monkey V. Lizard. Gotta be up there as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, spoiler alert for my best of the t- uh, t- 2021 list. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think Licorice Pizza is up there. So, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. We got uh, we got are we doing it? Gizondo. Gizondo, yeah. yeah. Is uh, Kenny is there... gave uh, oh, yeah, Licorice Pizza yeah. S tier. Let's go. I, I agree with this as well. I didn't mention her before. I love that lady. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that scene was I mean, awesome. it's uh, we could make this an hour longer just going, yeah, talk about every character in the ensemble for all PTA movies, yeah, <laughs> sweet. Um, and then I'll Bring up Cameron's list. Six is Punch Drunk Love. Five is a Licorice Pizza. Four is Magnolia. Three is The Master. Two is Phantom Thread. And number one is There Will Be Blood. So. Okay. Interesting. Fair enough. Like I'm saying, I, I will think take There Will Be Blood being number one. People vary. People really vary on what they think of their movies, which rules. Yeah, I will take it. It's Phantom because Thread. it's because they're all good. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. Sweet. All right, thank you for hosting, Matthew. Yeah, thank you guys for being here. It was this was fun. It was, it was just fun to talk about PTA with you guys. Love it. Yeah, good times, good times. Yeah. So, and what's thank up you next to everyone in the live chat uh, and anyone who will be listening to it in uh, on podcast form? Uh, up next, we have Matthew Vaughn, uh, and Andrew will be hosting that one. So, yeah, uh, okay. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> Monday I'm definitely not joining that. I don't think. 
I, I hey, drop he... in the chat. Get excited to see Kingsman at S plus plus plus. Yeah, that one will be on the 17th, January 17th. Uh, I don't believe there's a time yet, so uh, we'll update you guys uh, later. Yeah, we're looking at the evening right now, but we'll give yeah. them time later. And then uh, just a couple other uh, rankings that are coming out uh, with no set date yet. We will be talking about female-led action movies next week sometime. Uh, with the release of the 355 uh and then a coen brothers ranking will be the week after uh then it, it will be the top 10 of 2021 and then christopher nolan and then uh michael bay and we also will have our special oscars episode uh where we'll make a collaborative oscars ballot and uh also talk about our personal choices uh, and then after that, we'll send out a form for you guys to all vote. So we can, uh, as a as a group, we can have our own personal Oscars. So Sweet. RKFO Oscars. And uh, yeah, um, special episode when uh, Oscar nominations come out. We'll, That's actually sick. I'm we'll excited. live react to the uh, nominations. So a couple of... <laughs> and uh, that's all. We will see you guys on Monday. Peace. Whew. Adios. Yeah, fill that our time, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>